Before we start this episode, I want to take a minute to explain the tone of our show. While discussing the following crimes, we might sound flippant and insensitive. These conversations include teenagers who have a very hard time with sincerity. I am using crime stories as a way to start a dialogue with teens about real social issues and concerns. This will occasionally include words and conversations that might offend listeners. I absolutely apologize for this. Welcome to Because I Said So, a true crime podcast for beginners. I'm Lee. I'm here with Felicity. Hi. And Austin. Hi. They are two teens who do not know a lot about crime. And I'm going to tell them a crime story. And then at the end, we talk about what important lessons we can learn as teenagers navigating society today. Well, you're not with the crime story. I'm not a teenager. <laughs> Correct. Um, this next one, this is a biggie. I, I mean, this is untold documentaries. Books have been written about this. It's all over the Internet. Dozens of web pages. I, of course, use Wikipedia because why bother to do your own research when so many other people have done it for you? And I also use a website I'll give you because it has the person's name in it. And I just don't want to build it up a little more. Did you so, use Murderpedia? Um, I didn't use Murderpedia for this, but I use, but I, there's tons of documentaries. I mean, it's everywhere. Today we're talking about the disappearance of Maura Murray. <laughs> So this is why you guys are great to do this with, because any other group of people that even had watched any crime ever would know who Maura Murray is, because she is legendary. But what's really interesting, so like MauraMurrayMystery.com is the website I got a lot of information from. That was probably just one of, no kidding, 30 different websites dedicated to Maura Murray. There are three or four different novels written about her. There's um, currently Peacock Channel has like a Peacock Channel is that weird NBC. Oh, streaming I know. Thing. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. It's like Netflix, but like uh, just for NBC. Walmart version. No, yeah. it's literally called Peacock. Yes. Well, not channel after though. Yeah, not channel. <laughs> that makes it sound weird. We, we don't call things. It's like the NBC channel. <laughs> the streaming service. It's not yeah. on a TV. Yeah, fine. It's a streaming service through NBC that has a really good. If you're really into this, if you like this story, like eight episode documentary about Maura Murray. She's, she's everywhere. But what I thought was really interesting is because this show, we don't really talk about theories. We just talk about what we know and the facts. It made it really short because really we don't know much. It's mostly theories. And we're going to go over a little bit of the theories at the end, Mm -hmm. but what we know is mysterious, but brief. Are you ready? Yeah. Also, also what I know is my son is convinced that he solved it. He was low key (laughs) obsessed with Maura Murray for one day. (laughs) <laughs> for one day he solved it in one because day because he's pretty sure he solved it after the one day i'll tell you his theory <laughs> okay but at the end but that's his theory because you know he thinks he's the world's best detective he thinks he's the world's greatest detective okay Moore murray was born may 4th 1982 oh may the 4th yeah oh. uh, okay. um we know more about it than that i stopped that was a dramatic pause like that was a significant oh, date I, it we... wasn't so this is the, our story takes starts on february 9th 2004 she's 22 years old she's she goes she's a nursing student at the university of massachusetts at amherst and that day she emails her professors and her boss to say that she needs a week off because um a close family member has died. Okay. This is very out of character for her. She's a really good student. Like one of those sort of type A personalities. In high school, she ran track competitively and was really good. She got lots of scholarships. She went to West, she went to West Point for a year before she decided to change her major and transfer out of West Point. I mean, and West Point doesn't let you in unless you're just a very competent overachiever. And so, um, so she emails them and says that she needs a week off. Um, that's a lie. No one has died. Oh. Oh. After she's disappeared, we already know that. But but after when they were investigating her disappearance, they found she on her computer she looked for MapQuest directions to the Berkshires and Burlington, Vermont, 
Do you guys know what MapQuest is? It's a no. map you look up online. Well, yeah, before we had you, smartphones. Remember, this is 2004. So people had cell phones, but they weren't smartphones. If you needed directions, you could go to MapQuest on your computer and kind of use it, you know, like I want to go here, I am here, and actually print out the directions. Okay. So they had a map, she had MapQuest searches. She sent her boyfriend an email. He was, she'd known him from, um, he was in the military and he was stationed somewhere. I don't remember where. But she sent him an email saying, I love you more, stud. I got your messages, but honestly, I don't feel like talking to anyone. I promise to call you today. Love you, Mora. So she emailed him before she left. She called him stud? Yeah, people call people different names. Okay. I mean, I have names for people. I well, call I your dad like, stuff. Well, that feels like she's going to leave. I feel like if she would have said, I, think I love you. I think stud implies a healthy blah, blah. relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, no, but well, like. If... But do you know what a stud is? I think. <laughs> it has to do with like someone who's really good in the sack. Okay. So I, so when I read, I love you stud, I don't read that as good. I read that as like, yeah, baby. No, but I think if that was her way of saying goodbye, she would have said, I love you, Ron. I don't know his name. Well, I don't know his name either, but I think I disagree with you. I, I think saying, okay. I, okay, honest to God, I don't know that people have analyzed the word stud enough when investigating <laughs> the Maura Murray case because um, this doesn't really come up. I think it was just like the way it's like, honey, I love you, okay. honey. I'll talk to you later. She just happened to use stud. Oh. This wasn't a goodbye note. I don't get the impression it was oh, a goodbye note. I thought yeah. this was a goodbye note. No, I, listen, I love you, stud. I got your message, but honestly, I don't feel like talking to anyone. I promised to call you today. Love you, Mora. Had she a smartphone, I think she would have texted him. That just didn't exist then. So also before she left, she called a phone number, an automated number about renting a condo in Bartlett, New Hampshire, which is where she used to vacation with her family when she was a kid. And um, she also called a recorded number that gave you information about renting a hotel in Stowe, Vermont. And then she left a voicemail for her boyfriend. So clearly she's getting away. Mm-hmm. And she's not even sure. Where, I, to me, this gives me the impression. She's not sure where she's going. She just, she just wants, wants to leave. Yes. Wait, so she's in Massachusetts. She's in Massachusetts. And she's going to New Hampshire and Vermont. Oh, maybe. Or maybe she's going to Bartlett. Or maybe she's okay. going to Stowe. <laughs> I mean, who knows where she's going. She packed clothes, toiletries, her textbooks, her birth control pills. Okay. At some point. Okay. And then she left her dorm. Okay. Like she left to go. Yeah. When they were investigating her disappearance and they went into her dorm, uh-huh. all of her belongings had been boxed up and she'd taken all the art off the wall. They don't know when she did that, but when she, so when she left that dorm room, it was packed. Like all the art off the walls, the belongings boxed up. And she left a printed email from her boyfriend indicating that the relationship was in trouble. So oh. he sent her an email that she printed out. It was to her, and that was in the on the boxes of stuff. Why'd she print it out? It was a different time then, guys. We didn't have texting. You printed stuff. But like, so if someone emailed you, you would have printed out just look at if it. If it was a breakup email or something, and I wanted to keep looking at it because think about it. It's not like I could pull the email up on my phone. You don't just stare at it for hours. Yeah. I don't know. Got it once or twice, and you're well. I've never been broken up with, so I don't know. Oh wow, good for you. <laughs> have you been broken up with, Austin? No. Have you been broken up with Felicity? No. So then none of us know what someone would do. <laughs> Who knows? Honestly, I also, I hope I agree with you. I do. I don't think the printing of it is weird. I think the leaving it on the box, all these packed boxes and one email sitting on top of them. Yeah. I think that's a little odd. Also, if you printed it enough to want it with you, why wouldn't you have taken it with you? Maybe she was coming back. I, I, well, okay. Yeah. She made no arrangements for any of her stuff to get picked up or anything. So yeah, she was just coming back. Then she goes to the ATM and she withdraws $280. Okay. She goes to her liquor store and she buys $40 worth of liquor. Bailey's, Kahlua, vodka, and a box of wine. What's Bailey's? Bailey's Irish cream. It's like a sweet coffee kind of liqueur. Okay. You know what this talk teaches me? 
Liquor was cheaper in 2004. Yeah. You could not get that much liquor for 40 bucks now. How old is she? She's 22. Oh, why is she staying in the dorms? I have no idea. What the heck? I don't know. That makes no sense. Well, maybe the school was different then. Maybe, okay, maybe. Maybe the nursing program, you have to stay in a dorm. Nice. Doesn't your brother have to stay in a dorm a long time because of football? But he's not 24. She wasn't either. She was 22. <laughs> what is, was she a freshman? No, she was, I think she was a sophomore. Remember, she kind of had to start over after West Point. But what I'm saying is maybe the nursing program, I again, I, I the things you guys pick up on, I just find interesting. Okay. So then she goes to the DMV and she picks up an accident report form. And then she drives north between 4 and 5 p.m. That's all we know. That's it? That, well, we know a little more. But oh. let's talk a little bit about Mora. She, her, well, after she disappeared, her parents talked about how she left West Point because she'd been a chemical engineer major. And she decided she wanted to get into nursing. So she left. That turned out to not be true. She was she left West Point because she was about to be expelled. And she was about to be expelled because she had literally stolen from Fort Knox. What? <laughs> yeah. Do you guys know what Fort Knox was? Yeah. When I was a kid, Fort Knox was like, if something was hard to get to, you'd say it was tougher to get into than Fort Knox. Yeah. It's where all the gold was kept. Yeah. yeah. What I didn't, I always pictured it as like this big giant safe, but obviously it's a base, like a military yeah. base. Yeah. I never really thought about that before. And she stole makeup from the commissary at Fort Knox. Why makeup? Well, no, actually, that's a good observation because she had plenty of money. And she was with another girl when she stole it. And the other girl couldn't believe it. Like, why? You're, you're a West Point student. Why steal a $3 eyeshadow? Yeah. That commissary stuff is super cheap anyway. They keep it cheap on purpose for the people that buy it. You know, yeah. like the enlisted people. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a major um, honors violation. Like theft. She got caught. She, stole it. she admitted it. She got, she also got caught. Wow. So they basically told her, you can either withdraw or we're going to expel you. And so she decides to withdraw. So she leaves West Point over like a handful of makeup. But yeah, she stole from Fort Knox. I thought that was interesting. So she goes to Amherst. She changes her major. During her, when she disappeared, she'd been arrested again. She'd stolen some of her dorm mate's credit cards and was having ordering food delivered to her with her dorm mate's credit card. But again, she didn't need to do that. She had money, but that's also the sort of crime. Like how long do you think you're going to get away with that? Not long. Your dorm mate's going to know their credit cards are being used. They're going to call the college pizza parlor to find out we delivered yeah. it to this room. You don't even need to be my son, the world's greatest detective to crack that thing. So <laughs> she'd been arrested for credit card fraud. She was currently, um, she'd been charged and they told her, they gave her, basically, um, if she behaved well for three months, they would drop the charges. Um, though to me, both of these crimes seem more like, like there's something mentally, go does that make yeah. any sense? Yeah. Like neither one of these crimes, you weren't stealing because you were hungry, you didn't have food. You were stealing because you could. The West Point thing almost makes me think she wanted to get kicked out of West Point. So anyway, this is an ongoing thing when she disappears. So two days before she left, her dad, so two days before she left, her dad had come to Amherst because um, Maura needed a car. And he came to the school th for the weekend to help her get a car. He gave her $5,000. When she left, that money was in her bank account. So she and her dad, two days before she left, you know, left, they'd gone out to dinner. She drove him to his hotel and then she asked if she could borrow his rental car um, to go to a party. He said, sure, he didn't need the car. She, she got an accident in the car. At 3.30 a.m., she hit a guardrail and she caused $10,000 worth of damages to the rental car. Wow. No field sobriety test was given. So whether or not she'd been drinking, we have no idea. Her dad was super pissed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He'd gone home. He talked, he'd called the insurance company. 
the insurance was going to cover the $10,000. He needed Mora to get an accident report form from the DMV and fill it out. Okay. And that's why she'd gotten that accident report okay. form. They were supposed to meet on Monday. So at, she was driving back to Amherst to get the paperwork for her and help her get a car. So yeah. yeah, he was mad at her, but you know, your kids do stuff that make you mad. He was still buying her, you know, helping her the car and the money was all in her bank account. She only pulled out 200. $280 or $240. So they're going to talk Monday and then she just disappears. Um, yeah. So last thing we know, she was leaving North between four and five. This is where we start using times. Austin doesn't like it when I use times. There's two, it's I think too the biggest confusing. reason is I'm not very good at using them. I don't keep very accurate track, <laughs> but I'm going to try hard on this one because actually the timeline it's... is super tight. At 7.27, a woman heard- In the morning at night. PM, yes. nighttime. Okay. <laughs> so so sh they know she left the DMV at between four and five and they, see, they have her on camera headed north. Dang, she's only there for an hour? Well, she just picked up a form. You could still be there for seven hours waiting in a line. Right. And the DMV thing is why I don't think she killed herself, but we'll get there. Um, oh, I thought she would from, from this point. I thought she killed herself. Oh, well, let me tell you why I don't think she did. I guess we have become, because I said so, a theories podcast. So at 727, a woman hears a thump outside her house. It looks out. They live in the mountains. It's snowy. She looks out her window and she sees a car is hit into a snowbank. She sees the person who she later identifies as Mora in the car with a light. She thought she was smoking a cigarette. But she now says she could have been on her phone. Like she just saw a light and it was an older woman, didn't, wasn't really familiar with phones, but in retrospect says it could have easily have been just a phone light. Yeah. She's a bad driver. But she's moving. Um, and she, the woman immediately calls the police. So Why? she calls, she, there's a car accident. And she's an old lady. Well, not old, but a woman. I don't know if she's old or not. Oh. Um, she told the 911 driver that she saw a light from within the car. And um, another neighbor also saw all this. So they both heard the same sound. Mm -hmm. Another neighbor sees, saw the same thing. And she saw Mora get out of the car and walk around the car, like, you know, checking for damages, looking under the car. And then she, then they, this, both neighbors who were watching through her window, it was cold. They didn't want to go outside. Um, which I find, I mean, at least open your door and say, you know, are you okay? Yeah. Nothing. But they said they didn't because they saw a third neighbor, a school bus driver, pull up and talk to her. So there's three of them on this empty street. Was he driving a school bus he at was. the time? He was driving a school bus at the time. So the school bus driver was coming home from his job, his route, whatever. At what time? Yeah. 727. At night? Yeah. Jeez. But if you live in a rural area and you got to drive all over the place, school doesn't get out to three. And if you do the activities bus, mm. I mean, I'm just saying, I don't know why, but to me, it doesn't seem completely out of the question. Yeah. He stops and gets out, like talks to her. He says that she's not bleeding or hurt. She's cold. She seems shaken up, like scared and cold. He says she does not appear to drunk. She seems completely coherent. Uh -huh. He asks her, let me go call for help. She says, no, don't. I don't, don't call anybody. I've already called AAA. And he knows that's a lie. There's no cell service up there. Oh, shit. So he immediately goes home. He says he lives like, you can see his house. From where her accident is, you can see both neighbors and his house. You can all see them. But he knows she's lying. He goes home and calls the police again immediately. Yeah. The accident happened at 727 and he calls the police at 743. What happened in that? Well, it takes him a minute to get there. Like, you know, things happen. But like, if like this person just lied to you, like some sketchy stuff's going on. No, no. What I'm saying is he probably got even didn't even get to her to like 735. It's a bus. You got to turn those air brakes on oh, and off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He happens to be driving by. I think he did go directly home and call. Okay. So this, but it's still, we're still talking 
17 minutes since yeah. she hit the embankment. Two people have called the police. Um, the neighbors don't go out because they see him talking to her. Mm-hmm. And they now they see her, you know, up talking, you know, talking to him. The bus leaves. They see multiple cars pass the neighbors. It's So it's a road. People are passing. Um, no one ever. Oh, this sees... wasn't the mountains. Well, it is a mountain, but it's a mountain road. There's if there's houses on there, there's people that live there. Yeah. If the school bus goes by, oh, okay. Nobody ever sees more again. That's it. Really? Really? That's the end of it. The cops come. They get there at seven forty-six. Oh, that's pretty quick. Nineteen yeah. minutes. Well, remember they were called by the first lady. Like when when the bus driver called the police, they're like, "We know about that accident. Someone else called it in." And the bus driver's like, "Oh, okay." So the police got there within 19 minutes. Nobody saw her drive off? Nobody saw anything. Um, One woman says, a neighbor says that she was driving by and she saw a police car parked nose to nose with Maura's car. Mm -hmm. And that she got out and looked and there was nobody there. No one at all. And, um... And and she just drove away. The police say she's lying. That That they got there at 746. They got the call at... One call at this time. That's how we know what time they called from the police records. They got one call at 727. They got another call at 743. They were there at 746. And what time was this woman woman who dro- drove by? She said it about 740, basically. Like she said it was after, it would have had to be after the bus driver and before the cops. Okay. Officially got there. Oh, oh, nine minutes. She says at 730, what's 46, take away nine, 50, uh, 37. She said she came by at 7.37. But that can't be true because the, the bus driver was there at 7.43 and talked to her. Why would she lie? I don't know. Maybe she was confused. Maybe. Maybe she could have seen another car with the police car parked up. I mean, who knows? The police get there, 7.46. They, there's no one there. The car door is locked. The car is not operating. They can't get it to turn on. Um, inside and outside the car, they find a big red stain outside on the snow and inside the car. It's red wine. Remember, she had that box of wine. Um, inside the car, they find an empty beer bottle, um, the damaged wine box, the AAA card, the DMV form that she picked up from the DMV earlier in the day, mm-hmm. gloves, um, a CD, her makeup, her diamond jewelry, and driving directions to Burlington, Vermont. Okay. They find that in the car. Okay. Missing, they find, not, I'm sorry, what they find missing, they don't find her credit cards, her debit card, her cell phone. And her bottle of liquor. She took it all? One of the bottles of liquor. Well, it's missing. We don't know what happened. Oh. But this is where it's really interesting. They look at the car. They look at the car. You know, they're investigating it. Yeah. They're looking around for her. No one can figure out where she is, where she went. The they When they tow the car to the tow place, yeah. they find a rag from the roadside kit in the tailpipe. Oh. Okay. Right. I know. It makes... That's weird. It is weird. She was drunk. She probably was like, oh, maybe this will help. You know? Maybe. Then where did she go? Probably walked off the cliff or the mountain or whatever. It wasn't that kind of mountain. It's not a cliff. It's a mountain. <laughs> it's like if you're driving, there's nowhere for her to walk off to. She could, I mean, off, sorry. She could have walked into the woods. Absolutely. Uh-huh. But there's no cliff she could have fallen down. You so would have found a body. The police, there's a huge search from day one. Like, what if the lady kidnapped her? Well, wait a minute. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the greatest detective in the world's theory. After okay. This. So, um, there's a huge search immediately. Um, they're worried that she's drunk and wandered. That's the first theory. She was drunk. She wandered off in the snow. They're worried about her dying of exposure. Okay. Um, they don't find her and they looked pretty extensively and it is woody, but it's not like the densest woods in the world. People live there. There's houses around. And, yeah. And yeah. so you think you would have found her if she'd been so drunk that she wandered off confused. You mm-hmm. think you would have found her. 
if she was um, not drunk, just wandered off to get help, which is weird because why did she not get help from the, the bus driver or all the houses? Remember, there's plenty of houses yeah. within her sight line to go search for help from. They, there's no, the, the police call tracking dogs and the police tracking dogs pick up a scent mm-hmm. and then they, they, the, they lose the scent like abruptly which makes the police think it's possible that she left in another car. Kidnapped. Possibly, yeah. Um, everyone is questioned. Her family, her boyfriend, her boyfriend's not a suspect. He couldn't have been. He was stationed somewhere away. Airtight yeah. alibi. All of her family. None of them are possible suspects. The police absolutely suspect this is a suicide. They think that she was going up to somewhere to kill herself. And then when she got in this accident, it was just one, you know, too much. But why didn't they find the body? Right. Yes, exactly. And she wandered off in the woods to kill herself. I think they would have found the body. It becomes a huge... The family absolutely disagrees with the suicide theory. And I disagree with it too. Why? Yeah. Um, I disagree with it because of the DMV form. The DMV is hell on earth. It's, it's a hellscape. Yeah. If you're leaving for the weekend because you're planning to kill yourself, you don't spend an hour at the DMV getting a form that you're going to give to your dad on Monday. Or maybe she got the form and was like driving around. She's like, I'm done with this. And then went and killed herself. So you, so I agree the DMV might push people to suicide. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your theory. Um, the family's fighting. The FBI's fighting. They're all fighting each other. The police are fighting. There's this woman saying, um, you know, the police were there. That woman. She kidnapped her. I'm, that's what I'm saying. She definitely Wouldn't there be her. sign of a struggle? And if you're kidnapping someone, you leave all their jewelry but you stop and take their cell phone and their their no, her possessions no, no, have been no, 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 rifled no. through. Maybe There's she was up. like, "Oh, come, come on, I'll come and take you to like the police station and get you some help." And she goes in the car with all like her bottle of liquor that she's sipping on and her <laughs> phone and whatever, and then she's gone forever. Why did that woman kidnap her? For funsies. Maybe the, did they ever question the woman? Women generally don't kidnap people for funsies. Also, why would that woman? Then call and make up the story about the police officer. If you're going to kidnap someone, why do you want to annoy the cops with a lie? Because, because then so guess she, what? They're like, this person's annoying. Let's just, just just don't even listen to her. I disagree. If you've kidnapped someone, you don't call the cops. Lots of kidnappers do that. Yeah. For ransom. No, okay. But there you're is You're saying some- according to her, this random woman, who I actually think just made a mistake about which car she saw, um, kidnapped... A 22-year-old woman for quote-unquote funsies. Yes. Then to make her day even more fun, she made up a story implicating the police in what became an incredibly famous missing persons case. Why is this so famous? There's something up with the woman. There's it's, That's an interesting question. Why is this so famous? Because, because she just disappeared. The timeline is so tight. And this girl dropped off the face of the earth in about 19 minutes, basically in front of people. So hold on. There was one. I'm not. There's. If you go on the internet, you can find pages dedicated to this person might have done it. And this person might have done it. Some. She's. You know. Her dad did it. Her. I mean, just ridiculous things. Uh-huh. The only real lead is a guy came forward and said that his brother had confessed to, to doing it and had shown him a bloody knife that he'd used to stab her and that he'd buried him. He buried her in their yard. Okay. And it was written off as a ridiculous story. And all of the family, they went and questioned the brother who said it's ridiculous. My brother has a drug problem. There, At this point, there was a significant reward. He's just trying to get the reward. Search away. Like, look, I, I don't, this is, this is nothing to do with me. And they did. 
Her parents, her parents and lots of people kept doing searches. There have been so many searches for this woman, which is why I really think it was she in those woods, they would have found her. Yeah. She didn't bury herself after she killed herself <laughs> and she, or, or died of exposure. If she, if she had died in either of those ways, they would have found her. Yeah. These woods have been searched and searched. They were searched in 2002, in 2004, in 2006. They were searched again in 2019. Oh, She's wow. not in those woods. But in 2004 is when the brother came forward and said, my brother admitted it. It was written off as a thing. In 2006, her parents paid for another wood search Mm -hmm. and cadaver dogs went insane at this trailer house on the grounds. Guess who used to live in the trailer house? That one guy. The brother. It's there. Well, the new owners refused to let them look. Why? They said no. Which I find interesting. You have to get someone's permission if you think there's a body buried in the yard. If you have nothing yard. to hide, just let them Well, look. no, these were... The, exactly. These were the new neighbors. The new people had bought the house. Still. Or maybe they're murderers and they're like, no, this is our hiding spot. No. <laughs> no. So they wouldn't look. Well, once they moved out in 2019, 13 years later, uh-huh. uh, the now even more new neighbors said, sure, look at it. And they dug it up. There was nothing. Well, it could have like decomposed. It could have been moved. You've had 13 years. Oh, it also could have been moved. Or it could have been nothing. There was a dead hamster. Or, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they, someone could have buried their dead cat there. Who knows? Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing about Maura Murray. What I told you, that's what we know. That's it. So when you go through these websites and these documentaries and these web pages, and there's hundreds of pages of information, it's really all just guesses and conjecture and theories. Like the boyfriend must have did it. He left so soon. He was only in town for three days and then he left. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he was a military person who was going to get court-martialed if he didn't go back i <laughs> so the, so there's four theories about what happened to mora okay uh-huh. i will tell you all four theories i have i have absolutely no idea and i'll let you each tell me what your theories are what you think which one rule one theory one that she committed suicide somewhere in the mountains Austin's how would theory. she do that no that's not my theory oh. I thought you said the DMV pushed her over the edge. <laughs> That's like, that was a joke. Okay. So she committed suicide somewhere in the mountains. Theory two. Took off to start a new life. This is a really popular one. That someone was following her. That she knew. Like this was a plan. That she did the accident on purpose. Then she got into the other car and drove away to start a new life. Okay. Because she was super upset about her dad being disappointed and crashing his car. Uh, is, do you guys know how often people actually do that? Never. It, she... She started a new life at 22 and never needed her social security number again. Never needed any of her identification again. Maybe mafia people know have the have the connections <laughs> to get new stuff, but regular people Maybe don't. Maybe she joined the mafia. Also, if you know you're starting a new life, why leave $4,000 in the bank? Why only... T- yeah, that's true. Okay, next. Uh, diet of exposure. This is actually the one I'm... If it, this is the one I get. I guess I mean, I'm gonna like go with. Exposure Maybe to you she find the body. she wandered into the woods, drunk and confused, and um, just died. And just died of it was cold. Yeah. Um, rule four: picked up by a killer because there were cars going by. Yeah, that's what I think. Then we have the greatest detective in the world's theory. Okay, let's hear it. I'm not gonna say his name because he wants to be a greatest detective in the world someday. Uh huh. His theory is this: that the bus driver did it. Oh shit! He's according to the greatest th- detective in the world. The only reason we know that story about I don't call, I know um, I've already called AAA is from the bus driver. His theory is the bus driver stopped, asked her if she needed help. She said, sure, got in his bus, went back to his house, which is really close. He hit over the head and tied her up and hit her in his basement, called the police, reported the whole story, waited for the heat to die down. And then he had this girl tied up in his basement to do with what he will. And he disposed of the body some way. 
That's the greatest detective in the world's theory. You know? That kind of makes sense. That makes so much sense. Except the greatest... The bus driver was probably in his 60s. It looked like he could barely move without breathing. <laughs> I mean, sorry, without needing to take oxygen. <laughs> he seemed befuddled by the whole thing. He didn't look... But on the other hand, I agree. You never know Did by the... looking at somebody. Man... The greatest, and the bus driver has since died of old age. Did the neighbors see the woman after she passed the bus driver? No. Once the bus driver got involved, both neighbors kind of figured that it was being handled and sort of just went back to I'm going to watch the entire time. Huh? I said I would have watched that woman the entire time till the police showed up. I think, so let's look at our theories. So committed suicide, somewhere in the mountains. No. No. No body was found. Agreed. Um, took off to start a new life. No. Kind of makes sense, kind, but like. Yeah. I don't know. I get like a week before this happened, her sister who'd been in rehab got out of rehab and was thinking about drinking again and called her and Maura was crying and was trying to talk to her about not drinking, that kind of thing. Yeah. This doesn't sound like somebody who's just going to run off. And I also don't think you would take the money. And I disagree with Austin. I don't think you'd go to the DMV unless you were planning to need that form on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Diet of exposure. No, No, definitely. I'm going with that one. I don't think it's very likely, but I don't know what else happens. Where's the body? Maybe she like fell in a ravine and it was just one of those weird things where she got covered just right. Mm. The dogs. I don't know. Searching. You know how many murders I read about? These dogs never seem to find anybody. Really? Yeah. Not just the dogs, but they had people searching. That's true. When you start looking at a true crime, it really makes you discredit dogs looking at stuff. <laughs> Theory four, picked up by a killer. Uh, that's what I think. What are the chances? The you do all this mysterious stuff before you go. That's true. Also, we forgot, why was her dorm room all packed up? Yeah. And not just packed up. I mean, packed up like she was moving. What I think is she had a mental breakdown. Okay. And she's like, I'm getting out of this place. Just packed up everything and she just wanted to leave. Yeah. But then she either, something happened, she just got... You th- you're going with the killer theory? That's away. what her parents think. Her dad, I, sh- I keep saying parents, I really don't know anything about her mom, but her dad's been very vocal. That's what the family thinks. They think that she, they think she's dead. They think she was picked up somehow by someone and, and you know... A lady. Killed. I don't think, women generally don't kidnap women for funsies. Well, you know... I think the mental breakdown thing works out, but on the other hand... I do think she was planning to come back. I don't think she would have gotten that form or left that money if yeah. she didn't think she was going to be back to get a car on Monday. That's true. That's why the killer thing makes more sense. It does. The one I believe the least is she went off to start a new life. There's a whole book, and it's, that's his theory, and it's, it's that's the theory, that she's living like an Acapulco with no money, no social security number, no passport. With Tupac. No ID. She's with Tupac. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, what? This, so that, and honestly, guys, that's the end. Yeah. That's all we know about, which is nothing. Those are, we spent the last 10 minutes talking about our theories. What we know is that she was standing outside of her car at 7.37. Maybe she's still alive. I that's, doubt it. That's what the guy thinks. I, I think she's fallen in a hole. I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not a geology person. I don't know about holes, but I'm assuming that <laughs> I, I think she died. Of, I think she'd been drinking and she got disorientated. And I, but then why would she lie to the bus driver about calling AAA? Definitely got killed by the bus driver. That's the greatest detective in the world's theory. Poor bus driver. I think you're besmirching his name. He looks like, <laughs> he looks like somebody who could play Santa Claus if he wasn't dead. You never know. He's you, old. He's like, well, you never let's know. try something out. He would have to have nerves of steel because that means he got her on his bus, got her to his house, tied this old, obese, wheezy man, tied her up and called the cops all in nine minutes okay just think of this 
This, there's this old man, okay? He's wheezing. He, he, he needs <laughs> oxygen every two seconds, and his, um, what is it? What is it? Asthma. He has to go like every five inhaler. seconds. Yeah, an inhaler. <laughs> and then you, you, she bring, he brings you to his house. You're like, okay, this guy literally, he can't do anything. I'm fine, okay? And you're drunk. So all I you, agree. You would see, and he drove a bus. You would see he's harmless. Agreed. Okay, and then he le- he disappears. Go call, and you're just like sitting in his kitchen or something. It comes you think up he called the cops? Ooh. And then just smacks her over the head. So you think he called the cop? He think he called the police before he even did anything to her. My, like might he have. gave her some tea or something. Might yeah. have, yeah. He's like, "I'll get cozy." Mm-hmm. We'll never know. Like, he said, "What did he do?" He said, "I'll get cozy." So we yeah. like, "How Coco," and then like hit her with a pot or something. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that okay. There's less. I have a. Or she was like so like intoxicated, she just fell asleep. And he's like, okay, let's just tire her. She up. was easy, Mark. Yeah, if you get really drunk, you are easy to pick off. Ask Brock Turner. Who? <laughs> I said, ask Brock Turner. Oh, oh, yeah. That's how he. That's how he operated. So disappointing. The swimmer. You should have just said, ask the swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do we learn about? What did we learn from Maura Murray? It, we certainly learned. Don't trust anybody, even Santa Claus looking bus drivers. Mm-hmm. But we learned something else that I think you two could take in your daily life. So what is it? Do you guys know what it is? What do you Leave think a note. Tell people where you're going. That's exactly it. Thank yeah. you. If she had left a note, Eve, because here's the thing, no matter what her intentions were, she did not mean to, she never intended to hurt her family mm-hmm. and cause them basically a lifetime of worry. So whether she was planning to commit suicide, and if you are planning to commit suicide, don't, um, whether she was um, just going to go take a mental a, a holiday, like she just needed a break, she did not want this to happen. And so had she even left a note saying, I need some time to myself, I, I, I'm taking a week or something, then at least you would know that she wasn't trying to kill herself. And that's it. Leave a note. even And even like you guys don't like to share things with people. Well, yeah, actually, neither one of you are exactly sharers. Um, it doesn't have to be a detailed note. She really could have said, having a rough time. I need a break. Leave me alone for a few days. Uh-huh. And that could have been the end of it. We still wouldn't have known what would have happened to her. Like, you know what I mean? We wouldn't have, we, we still wouldn't know she in the exposure. Did the bus driver get her? Yeah. Did Austin's phantom funsy women kidnapper get her? <laughs> but we would, what we would have known is she wasn't suicidal. And I really think for her parents, the thought that she was suicidal is, is, has been the thing that's most upsetting to them. They, whenever you talk to her dad, he's willing to talk about any theory. I asked, like I've talked to him, but he's been <laughs> interviewed in lots of, lots of, um, He's willing to discuss any theory except the suicide one. They just cannot even imagine. Mm-hmm. And most women do leave suicide notes. I don't think she killed herself. I, I don't think she... I, I don't just, understand how you would do that in the middle of the I, forest. But, you, you've never been there. You right, have but a phone. And... I believe that she could some sort of secret mystical physics have died of exposure and her body is somehow hidden. Yeah. Before, Because if you're going to kill yourself... You're just going to walk into the woods and find a spot and do it. You're not going to yeah. bury yourself in a ravine covered with branches and rock. But if you are if you die and you're just like fall in a hole or something. Or maybe she pulled like a Luke Skywalker and was like, oh, I'm so cold. And just like went in a hole and like covered herself up. Never going to find her. And then died anyway? Yeah. Lori Ingalls Wilder's dad did that too. Who? Lori Ingalls Wilder's dad also buried himself in the hole during the storm. But he made it out. So. Uh. If you're in the cold, hole burying could go 50-50. <laughs> like, leave, leave an arrow to where you're going. Yeah. Also, leave a note. Yeah. And she should have left a note in the car, too. If she Whoa. was if she was able to. Like, so let's say you're in a car accident, Felicity, and you're going to walk and get help. Nowadays, you guys all have phones. But the note, you should leave a note saying, walking to get help. Mm-hmm. Then we would absolutely know what happened. Yeah. 
Just don't leave your parents Maybe alert, it's guys. just don't, like, notes. Like, we're not going to leave a note. Just yeah. text somebody, snap somebody. This is, what I'm saying is, yeah, okay, fine. And you, you could leave a text. Like, I need a break. Please don't bother me. I'm exhausted. I just need mm-hmm. some time. And what you don't know is we're live 360 you anyway. We know exactly where you <laughs> yeah. are. We're just pretending that we don't so that you don't disable your life 360. Uh-huh. So that's Maura Murray taught us to leave a note. <laughs> okay. Just let people know where you are. Let us know where your head is. Yeah. You don't have to share your every thought, but if you are, and if you are in the place in your life where you think your family is better off without you, that is absolutely 100% not true. The only thing that we need from either of you is you to be here. Why y'all make it so depressing at the I end? <laughs> because I mean it. I love you guys. That's all That's all parents really need. We just need you here. We'll figure out the rest. So you've been arrested for credit card fraud. So you stole money from Fort Knox. Makeup. So you ruined my... Men- what yeah, did you say? Money? Money. money? Oh, so you stole makeup from Fort Knox. So you ruined my rental car. I'm pissed at you. Yes. But I still want you here. And then ran, it, it ran the car into the <laughs> snow again. <laughs> that was a different... Yeah, that's true. Okay. So... Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with another valuable life lesson from true crime. Bye. Bye. Say bye. Goodbye.